Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And I have Katie M. Reed with us today. I'm very excited because she has written a book called Made Like Martha. Another one, a very Bavarian Christmas. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. I Probably most importantly, she's a mom of five kids. She's married. She's a wife. And she even has a podcast of her own. It's called The Mary and Martha, or The Martha and Mary Show. So welcome. Welcome, Katie. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. A treat to be here. It is a treat. And your your bio, it just goes on and on and on. And I love the tagline on your website, Finding Grace in the unraveling that that's pretty good i could just kind of hang out there for a while Uh, i don't know where to start there's so much Uh, maybe uh, just what was your inspiration behind made like martha well you know jennifer i'm a firstborn girl there's four kids four of us and i always related to martha from the bible in luke 10 38 through 42 you know she was kind of the the big sis we believed (laughs) that got you know, all the things done. And so I so related to that. But, you know, I asked Jesus into my heart when I was four years old. We lived in California at the time, and I was swinging on a swing. And, of course, in dramatic fashion, I was singing into my heart, into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come Mm. in today, come in to stay. And then I remember asking my parents, like, does that count? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have to pray a certain prayer, or can it be that simple? And they reassured me. It can be that simple, but I knew I was saved by grace. I mean, a four-year-old, I don't know you know, quite how to grasp all of that, but growing up, I knew God had saved me, but I sure worked hard to try to make him happy and really struggled with legalism. You know, like I've got to be the best wife, the best friend, the best mom, and fail miserably all the time, and so I was constantly discouraged. And so God really took me on a journey of what grace looked like. One of the biggest things, Jennifer, is He showed me that grace is a gift to be received. It's not a prize to be earned. But, man, I was wearing myself out about till the time I was 40 with all these good deeds, trying to, like, keep God's love. But the reality is I already had it. So Made Like Martha is that journey from kind of a hired help mentality, like it's all up to me, right, to a beloved daughter's mentality that receives from a good father. Oh, wow. You know, from one firstborn girl to another (laughs) i would high five you if we were in the same room right now but i can totally i resonate with all of this um there's just something about that firstborn girl you just feel like you're to caretake and to take care of everything um we we use like high five first firstborn club right (laughs) um but what you said you know the gift to be received is grace well it's kind of hard to receive when you're the giver how do you know, like, how do you flip that switch in your head to be a receiver when you're such a giver? Well, you know, it was, it's not easy. No. For someone who's a try hard woman who's ultra responsible, 
for someone to tell me you don't have to do something, it feels like I'm in trouble, right? <laughs> yes. And so when I first started understanding really that grace was something I had to receive and not earn, I was kind of like a toddler. You know, I'd take a few steps and I'd fall down and a mentor of mine so wisely said, Katie, if you have a toddler, you're not reprimanding them for not learning how to walk perfectly from the get-go. You're patient with them. Mm -hmm. They're trying to figure it out. And she said, give yourself grace as you are trying to figure out how to live from grace instead of that striving and that earning. So I guess that's the first thing is like be patient with the process of relearning something and let God carry the burden of teaching you. You be the student, which I know a lot of times when you're that kind of personality, you're taking care of others, you're used to kind of, you know, taking on the world. And so it can feel kind of disorienting to be on the receiving end, but it, it's so sweet and it's so worth it to hang in there. Oh, I, I think that's really important. I think about when you talked about striving, how do we differentiate between, okay, I'm striving right now, or I need to do this with excellence. You know, isn't there kind of like this fine right. line? How do you know? It, it, it's not permission just to become a big slob, right? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, um, well, let me explain it this way. A lot of times people will say, stay balanced, stay balanced, right? Yeah. To me, that sounds like a lot of pressure. It reminds me of in sixth grade when I had my one and only gymnastics meet and I kept falling off the balance beam (laughs) under the pressure to be perfect. Yeah. And so I like to say, instead of like trying to find this perfect balance in my life, I want to be a faithful steward. And so I think it's that difference. When we're striving, we feel that angst and kind of that insatiable appetite for performance. When we're doing something with excellence, it's more that settledness that comes inside. of like, I'm working hard, but the results are up to God. If we're just trying to manipulate, make things happen, you know, kick doors down, like we're probably striving. I'm, I like to work for fun, and so it's like I'm not afraid of hard work, but there is that slight difference when you are just like clawing at something versus working diligently towards something. And I think a lot of the times it's from within. You know, it's not necessarily the outward behavior could look similar at mm-hmm. times, but it's that settledness, and really that comes from Christ right, that we can be settled on the inside, even when our hands are busy, when we're assured of who he is and what his job description is, and then when we know who we are in light of him. I have a quick story. So mm-hmm. I, you know, grew up, I'm 45, I'll be 46 later this year, and when I was like in first grade, Cabbage Patch Kids were all the rage. Oh, yeah. People were punching people <laughs> to get a Cabbage Patch. Well, my aunt, she's single, and she had, you know, some extra cash, and so she blessed me and my siblings with Cabbage Patch. Kids. Oh, how fun. And we could not believe it. You know, we were just the luckiest kids on the block. But wouldn't it have been weird if I would have said to my aunt, you know, thank you so much for this gift, but I'm going to pay you back. Like, can I shovel your driveway? I'll promise to always be good. You know, she would have thought that was really weird. She just freely wanted to give me a gift. And that's how God is with us. He paid everything so that we could have the gift of grace. And a lot of us try to, you know, oh, we'll pay you back, God. I'll be as good as I can. 
but that kind of takes out the grace part, right? And yes, he does have guidelines for us to live, but learning to receive and then work for him from that place of being accepted already, being loved already, it just really flips the script from that striving to that settledness. It sure does. I mean, you think about the cross, there's nothing we could do to earn it. We could never earn it. We, you know, we all just have to receive it as a, an incredible covering for the sin in our life. Yeah. Mm. Right. Just say, okay, God, I receive it. I have a friend in Kenya and she's one of my mentors and I, we would pray together and then she would say, I receive it. I receive it. And I was like, what are you doing? And she said, well, <laughs> that's what we do in Kenya when someone prays over you. And if you agree with the prayer and you, you love that, you just say, I receive it. And so mm. I find myself doing that, but it was a mental shift to say, okay, that's good. And I do want that. And God does have good for us and I receive it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I re- I receive it. I, re- I, re- I want to receive all of God, the God's grace that he has. Don't you? Absolutely. I receive it too. I yeah. love that phrase. I'm going to be incorporating that. I think <laughs> We need it. And, and it is a shift because we're, when you want to check the boxes and do, 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 or even, you know, to have things done excellently, it's hard to be, you know, God, I, I want your best. I want to receive all of your goodness. I, I love that. So you, you have a podcast then, um, the Mary, the Martha and Mary show. I love it. Do you, is yeah. that what you guys we, talk we about? To, we do. And we had to put Martha first, right? Naturally. <laughs> On the, most people I keep saying Martha, it the other way, right? She was the first for us. So we got to put her first, right? <laughs> But yeah, so my co-host, Leanine Heist, and I, sometimes we have conversations just with each other. She's a little bit more like me. I'm more like Martha. But then we also have guests on. And we talk about all sorts of things, but we do bring it back a lot of times, too. We ask our guests if they're more task-oriented or people-oriented. And, you know, Jennifer, for so long I felt guilty for being made like Martha because, obviously, in that Luke 10 story, Jesus corrects her, right, because she's worried and bothered about Mm. so many things. But I think we've added to the story, we've kind of added this false narrative of, well, it must be bad, you know, to be made like Martha. But he didn't say that. In an instance in her life, he said, you know, there's a better way here. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, you know, her serving was a part of God's design, but she uses language in that passage like, Lord, don't you care? And Lord, I've been left all alone. And that's where we talk about kind of that orphan spirit or that hired help mentality that looks at things like it's all up to me when really everything we have, our very breath we're taking right now, is a gift from God. And so I think what had happened with Martha is she was relying on herself. And it could have been, you know, because of circumstances, there's a good chance that 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 sibling set was orphaned. And so she was trying to, you know, take care of everyone under her charge. But I think a lot of us can feel that way, you know, especially if you're a single mom. You could be like, hey, I'd love to have someone help me right now, but that's just not possible. But just reminding that God, His presence is readily available, even while we're doing dishes, even while we're running to and fro. He can be that subtleness within. And I think that's what He was inviting Martha to of that place of peace, of his presence. And sometimes when you're more task-oriented, Oh, I am that. sorry we're running out of time, but oh, I love that. A place of settledness rather than striving. This is Katie Reed, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. We're talking about Martha today. It's been great. 
I hope that you will go to jennifer-jackson.org to learn more or to listen to previous episodes. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.